to have you along this morning. We always appreciate it. It's 44 degrees. There'll be some rain moving through later on. Maybe up uh, northern counties, a little snow mixed in there, but mostly rain. High about 50. About a minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The Senate and the Trump administration have a deal for a $2 trillion coronavirus economic stimulus package. The White House announced the deal around 1 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday. The agreement came after five straight days of intense negotiations on a bill that's going to provide relief for businesses, laid-off workers, and families. It's estimated that more than half the people in the U.S. are under some form of shelter-in-place and non-essential business closure orders from state and local governments. President Trump says critical supplies are on the way to fight the coronavirus. The federal government is distributing more than 8 million N95 respirators, 14 million surgical masks, and many, many millions more under order, and they'll be arriving soon. A hefty amount of face shields, surgical gowns, gloves, and ventilators have already been sent to the areas of greatest need. The president says the feds are using every resource possible to push out more critical supplies. The number of confirmed cases of coronavirus in the U.S. keeps going up. That number was over 55,000 as of Wednesday morning with a death toll more than 800. New York, New Jersey, California, and Washington State remain the biggest hotspots in the nation. New York alone has got more than 26,000 cases and more than 270 deaths. Vermont is the latest state under a stay-at-home order. California was the first to implement the drastic measures last week in hopes of containing the coronavirus. Since then, 14 others have followed. Wisconsin and Hawaii begin their restrictions today. The 14 states include Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, New Mexico, New Jersey, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, and West Virginia. And a French athlete is running his own race after the Barcelona Marathon was canceled because of the coronavirus pandemic. Since the race was scrapped, Elisha Nokomovic ran a marathon on his own apartment balcony. Nokomovic said he ran over 26 miles, around 3,000 laps, and it took him 6 hours and 48 minutes to do it. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Boy, whatever trips your trigger, it kept him alone. It kept him uh, socially distanced, so that's not a bad thing, but... <laughs> Around his apartment balcony. I heard, too, they talk about those surgical masks. And I heard a story, I don't know what I was watching or listening to or reading, but uh, Apple had millions of these surgical masks in their storeroom or wherever. And they said, well, I guess we don't need them now. We can donate them. So all of a sudden, millions of, and I mean millions. I don't know. I want to say 8 million, but I don't know if that's exactly accurate. But all of a sudden, Apple comes up with these millions of surgical masks that they have now donated. And, of course, uh, Apple out there in the West, Washington, they can use them out there. So unbelievable what <laughs> some of the stories you hear when you get into this. But, again, at 8 o'clock this morning, that, uh, tra- I don't want to say travel ban, but the stay-at-home order, I guess, maybe is what it's all about, except for very needed industries is in effect in Wisconsin. So again, it's a very interesting and a very touchy situation, a very serious situation we are in. So obey those orders. We're moving up on six minutes after five o'clock. We'll check the weather forecast, see what's going to happen the rest of the week and into the weekend. We'll do that next right here on Wax. We can tell you right now, we've got 44 degrees right here. When Provision Partners Cooperative is your agronomy services partner, you get the most from your crop operations. From their four full-service agronomy plants, Auburndale, Hickston, Stratford, and Unity, plus their Cranberry Supply Outlet in Warren's, Provision Partners Cooperative is based in central Wisconsin. It's member-owned, member-controlled, and focused on your success. Talk to Provision Partners Cooperative today. 1-800-236-1041 or online at provisionpartners.coop. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And here at six minutes after five o'clock at Wax, we can tell you that right now there's not much happening out there. But later on today, there are going to be some uh, solid rain showers, rainstorms, whatever you want to call it. We could get about a half an inch later on today around the Eau Claire area. So it will vary depending on where you're at. And as we said, as the day goes along and it starts to cool off towards night, it could be a little snow up north. But again, that's later today. Right now, it's pretty calm out there. Tonight, we'll have about 28, a little precipitation. It'll get up to about 50 today. 
Tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, cloudy, mostly cloudy. Chances of rain all three days. 48 or so on Thursday. Low 50s on Friday, about 50 on Saturday. And we should see some sun on Sunday with a high about 53 degrees. Right now, as we check around our area, Green Bay's 36. So is Madison and Sun Prairie. Milwaukee's the cool spot. Milwaukee's down to 31 this morning. Wausau, 38. Marshfield at 40. Rice Lake also at 40. 44 in La Crosse. And it's also 44 here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area again. Get up about 50 today. And later on this afternoon, there will be rain. And uh, while it might be scattered some this morning, it'll be uh, more solid this afternoon and could be heavy at times. We're almost eight minutes after 5 o'clock. We're going to check our markets next right here on Wax. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I always listen to that. Uh, Scott's back with us this morning. I always listen to that. I wonder, maybe the first eight years of my tenure here, and then before that, Jerry Erdahl and Pat Kelleher. Maybe that doesn't count. I don't know why it's only 35 years, because we've got about... (laughs) About 60 in here is having a farm show on wax, but uh, That's right. somebody decided 35 was the magic number, so we'll go with that. But in the meantime, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our markets on this Wednesday morning. Scott, you've got some cash livestock numbers. Sure do. Fed beef steers are at 102.5 to 118 with mixed 91 to 106. Fed beef heifers at 101 to 103 with mixed 90 to 102. Holstein steers 85 to 90 and a quarter with select and choice 69.5 to 84. Cows are at 37 to 76 and a half. Bulls 60 to 84. Market hogs 38 and down. Sows 20 to 23 to 28. Boars are 9 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are 140 to 165. And feeder lambs are at 145 to 230. You know, you sound pretty good being at home. You must have your pajamas still on that you're not under a lot of pressure. Pajamas? (laughs) We don't go that far around this place, let me tell you. (laughs) All right. Well, you you take a little break. We'll be back in touch with you here in a little while. All right, Scott is on the phone with us this morning. He is social distancing here. This is a serious situation. We want to do our part, and he can do things on the computer at home. So we're going to see how this works a little bit. Boy, the markets at the Mercantile Exchange, again, it's wild swings. Yesterday, way up as far as the prices are concerned. April live cattle in fact, uh, all months, April, June, August, and October, all closed up $4.50. April live cattle, 106.15. June, 97.02. August, 98.25. And October, at 101.50. And feeder cattle prices ended today with higher daily upswings than I've ever seen. We've got April, May, August, and September all up $6.75. And again, this has been a a wild market as the cattle industry has lost billions of dollars over the last few months. But uh, April feeder cattle, 130.07. May, 129.50. August, 135.05. September, 136.12. Again, all those months up 6.75. Lean hog carcass contracts also higher yesterday at the close. April, 66.42, up 185. May, up $2 at 65.87. June hogs up uh, 205 at 73 dollars even, and July hogs up 167 at 74.70. And taking a look at uh, the rest of our markets on the board of trade, higher stock market yesterday, and it uh, had the markets higher in the day trade and overnight for the most part higher as well. May corn up another four cents overnight. Settling at 351 this morning. May oats up three at 272. May wheat up three at 564. May soybeans four to five higher at 891. 
Soybean meal is actually down $3.10 a ton at $329 even overnight. Barrel cheese traded up two cents yesterday to $1.45. The block's down two and a quarter at one eighty-one and a half. Butter down three at one seventy-one. March and April class three prices were unchanged. March at sixteen twenty-six. April at sixteen oh eight. May was down twelve at fifteen oh nine. June down nine at fifteen thirty-eight. July down a dime at fifteen eighty-three. Prices were mixed throughout the rest of the summer and fall through December. And we'll take a look at the more markets as we go along from the sale barns and other places as well this morning. But again, we've got 44 degrees out there. We'll get about 50 in the area today. It will be another cloudy day. Although we did have a nice day. The sun came out yesterday, warmed up into the 50s. Turned out to be a nice day. But later on today, it's going to rain. And uh, most everybody is going to see rain, maybe about a half an inch around here. And maybe a little snow, nothing to get excited about way up north in some of our northern counties. But uh, most of us... It's going to be rain, and later on in the afternoon, it will be a steady rain. And Thursday, Friday, Saturday, going to be cloudy days, too, and it'll be chances of rain. But temperatures, upper 40s to low 50s, and then some sunshine on Sunday with a high about 53. But again, right now, we're at 44 degrees. We'll take a look at some farm news, and uh, we're going to talk later on with Congressman Ron Kind about what's going on. On 20 in a row, Wax 104.5 on this Wednesday morning, 16 minutes after 5 o'clock. And uh, yesterday I got, uh, I was looking at the uh, Ag Connection, and uh, they printed a list of uh, Wisconsin Ag Event cancellations. It's a, it's a long list. Obviously, anything that's been planned has been canceled. I mean, uh, things that are supposed to be going on, unexpected tomorrow's workshop was supposed to be tomorrow. That's been canceled. Gypsy moth treatment plant, open houses, various locations, all canceled. The Wisconsin DNR Conservation Congresses, uh, the spring hearings in person at various locations, the deer planting public meetings, various locations, all canceled. Regional pork meetings going to be held at various locations around the state in March, all canceled. Also, the Global Dairy Outreach Conference, it was yesterday and today down in Madison, that's not going on. Also, the uh, Wisconsin Farmers Union Dairyland Forum and Rally for Rural Wisconsin. It was going to be held in Dunn County next week on the 29th. That's been canceled. Wisconsin Public Service announcement that the big farm show, three-day farm show in Oshkosh at the EAA grounds. That's been canceled. So, again, you know, the uh, University of Wisconsin River Falls judging for the FFA. That has been canceled from April from uh, April 4th. Now, originally they said postponed, but I see here on the list I've got canceled, so it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Also, the state FFA judging competition down in Madison at the university campus on April 24th, that has been canceled. So again, just assume uh, everything has been, <coughs> excuse me, has been canceled as I, I look forward here. The Midwest Horse Fair in Madison scheduled for April 17th through the 19th. That has been canceled as well, and that is a big, big event down there at the Alliant Energy Center. So, again, and uh, the uh, also in April, the International Cheese Technology Exposition scheduled for Milwaukee in April, canceled. Now, I, I, I want you to listen so you hear this right. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days has an annual meeting down in Madison where the past presenters and the future hosts are going to have that meeting that meeting has been canceled farm technology days has not been canceled which you're going to have in july in eau claire county that is still on the schedule this is only the annual meeting of the wisconsin farm technology days incorporated down in madison that meeting has been called off but farm technology days itself has not been called off so again I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying at this point in time, it has not been called off. Well, we had a chance to uh, talk to Ron Kind. He was uh, in the area the other day, and uh, we're going to hear what uh, he had to say about some of the issues that are affecting agriculture. Of course, the coronavirus is hanging over all of us. 
But uh, we're going to hear from Congressman Kine next on some issues facing us in agriculture. 44 degrees right now. we got rain coming in a little bit later on. Could be as much as a half an inch. How are they going to be about 50? If you're looking for a great-paying, part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. Apply today at 2020census.gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Most members of Congress are trying to set aside bipartisan issues and get something done for Americans during this coronavirus crisis we're facing. Agriculture is definitely in a situation where help is needed. We talked to 3rd District Congressman Ron Kind about that with tariffs and taxes and trade deals of what's going on. And he said he's in touch with the powers that be to try to get something done positively for farmers with this administration. Last week I had a chance to meet with the President's Trade Ambassador, Bob Lighthizer. And again, some of us impressed upon him that this is a nice time to kind of pull back on the trade war, the tariff tit-for-tat uh, the retaliation that our farmers, our manufacturers have been experiencing because of this ongoing trade war and try to open up those markets again. Things are slightly improving now in China and some of the other areas that were first impacted hard. Uh, and yet people are going to need their food products. We're still going to need a food security system uh, throughout the globe. That demand is still going to exist. So one way to help agriculture is making sure that people have that disposable income so they can go out and make those uh, agriculture purchase their food needs that they have uh, as a family and then try to get the markets flowing again more efficiently in that uh, and open that up because the demand is great uh, overseas right now and we have a unique capability with our production here in the states to step in and fill that demand and then making sure that we're also providing some short-term business assistance to farmers whether it's operating loans at no cost to some of the direct cash uh, assistance that we're talking about right now that should be going out the doors because farmers have bills to pay as well. And then trying to get some of the, the bill abeyance uh, strategies put in place so that maybe we can defer some of those payments that are coming due to create a bridge until things start recovering again. You know, the unfortunate fact, Bob, is, uh, uh, you know, we ought not be panicking. We need to be continue to prepare. Fortunately, in this area, um, we haven't seen the system overload in our healthcare system. But my best guess is as soon as we ramp up the testing and more of that is done, we're going to get more cases here throughout western Wisconsin. It's inevitable. And how much a spike that is, how deep that goes, is really going to depend on each and every one of us being able to practice good social distancing techniques and good personal hygiene right now. What have they said in Washington, if anything? Senator Charles Grassley from Iowa, senior Republican, has told the administration get rid of the tariffs, as you just kind of alluded to. Would that do more than another market facilitation program in the long run and immediately, too? Well, as you know, I haven't been a big fan of these tariffs. There are other ways of accomplishing our trade goals and leveling the playing field and starting these trade wars. And uh, and the tit-for-tat that's unfortunately adversely impacted our family farmers and manufacturers especially. And it's something that could actually give a boost to the economy because tariffs are taxes that we consumers pay. They're passed on to us. So if you want to get more money into the economy and people's pockets right now, this is another big tax relief that they could do tomorrow morning if they want to alleviate that uh, financial pressure that farmers and families are experiencing. But from being in Washington and listening to the administration, what would seem more likely? The president is the final say in all this, as yeah. we all know. Would he be more inclined to give an MFP or eliminate the tariffs. Tariffs are his baby. Yeah, you know, he's not willing to back down on the tariffs, even in the midst of this economic crisis because of the coronavirus, unfortunately. And there are better ways of accomplishing the same trade objectives that he has, making sure that China's playing by the rules, making sure that we're leveling the playing field for our workers, farmers, and businesses, than unilateral tariff wars that only invite tit-for-tat reaction and ultimately adversely impacts us. Bob, I've never been one to claim that the tariff war is the sole cause of why we have record family farm bankruptcies, but it's happening at the wrong time, and it's piling on right now, and it's it's not helping us clear the excess surplus we have in the commodity market that's driving prices down and therefore driving family farmers out of business. And it is one step the president can take unilaterally, immediately, that could provide, I think, a lot of economic relief right now. And as we look at spring is here, it's upon us. Spring planting isn't far away. Where these markets are... Are farmers going to be inclined to plant 
Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said he might be more inclined to expand the Conservation Reserve Program versus uh, another market facilitation plan program payment. But how many acres would he have to put into that program, and where would the money come from to do that? You know, that's exactly why I've introduced bipartisan legislation to create a national commission to study the effects of oversurplus in the commodity market and then come forward with policy recommendations, steps we can take in order to clear that market so that our farmers are ultimately getting a good market to sell into, a good price for their hard work so they can pay their bills and they can stay in business. That's what I hear from our farmers all the time, Bob, not more government assistance coming from Washington, no more bailout. You know, recent studies showed that up to 40% of all farm income today are federal subsidy payments to farm. This isn't the world they want to live in. They want a good market to sell into. So we better start coming up with answers how we can clear that surplus. CRP might be a part of that, expansion of that so that we're paying uh, farmers not to overproduce. Um, but there are also other uh, solutions out there to be had too, I believe. And the State Department has just announced that they're closing consulates in Mexico City and around Mexico. That means no new interviews, no visas for guest workers coming into this country. That's hard, too, now that, you know, we're talking California and different places are planting right now for some of this harvest that's going to be needed at the grocery stores and to feed our country. We need dairy farm help. What? What's going on? Yeah, you know, we were facing a worker shortage problem throughout the entire U.S. economy, let alone the, the guest worker program that we rely on for production agriculture. Uh, we've been working on a bipartisan bill that's passed the House pending in the Senate that uh, open up that guest worker program, acknowledging that dairy is in a unique position where they need year-round coverage rather than just temporary seasonal uh, visa work. So that's pending in the Senate right now, and we're hoping to get a good reaction from them so we can start uh, clarifying this with our immigration policy. Uh, again, it speaks to the need for comprehensive immigration reform. There's so much that's holding us back right now with the tied-up knot of our immigration system and the demand for these type of workers in our own economy. And, uh, again, that's something that we're hoping to be able to work with the administration on. And we're not far from starting the process of a new farm bill, 2018 farm bill, and, you know, another couple of years we're going to be looking at a new one with these market facilitation program payments of uh, $23 billion. What are urban congressmen going to be saying as far as we funded all this stuff? I know there's legislation to provide for some of these things, but the, these urban congressmen got to be saying enough is enough for agriculture. We've got problems in the inner cities. Yeah, and I think the coronavirus is going to highlight more problems that we have systemically within our economy. I've always been worried the last few years with a huge spike in corporate debt. Now, two years ago, they got a huge corporate tax cut. And instead of using that money to get their finances in order to reduce that debt, they did mainly share buybacks. And now the chicken has come home to proverbial roost. Uh, with the drop of sales and revenue, that's going to put a lot of them in a tough position. And, and corporate bonds right now, especially the junk bond, is looking really dicey, and that could be the ticking time bomb that could hurt us uh, dramatically. So more work needs to be done on that because um, this next farm bill, I think, needs to be addressing the over-surplus problems that we have within the farm economy, why that's suppressing prices for so long, why it's been hurting our farmers. But I've also been uh, a longtime critic of the huge taxpayer subsidies going to a few but very large agribusinesses. That, too, is allowing them to consolidate, to overproduce, drive market price down, squeeze the small to mid-sized producers out of the market so they get even more dominant market share. This has been an ongoing struggle throughout the years with these farm bills. And uh, I was kind of a lone wolf uh, warning these uh, uh, my colleagues that the trend that we're seeing now with record bankruptcies, uh, there are multiple reasons for it. But part of it is the oversubsidization to the big guys that tend to use it to overproduce and control those market prices then. And again, that's 3rd District Congressman Ron kind of conversation we had with uh, the congressman while uh, he was in town doing some district work. But he said more work has to be done. The majority of the Congress trying to get it done, and it did pass, I think it was early this morning, $2 trillion. That's mind-boggling, $2 trillion. Wow. Unbelievable. They call it a stimulus package. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term or not, but uh, that's a lot of money. Hey, we've got uh, farm news, more of it for you, but... Uh, our news with uh, Congressman Ron Kind this morning brought to you by... Farm News is being brought to you by Oxbow International Corporation. 
And we're going to get rocky next. We'll get some markets from Premier Livestock. Oxbow is setting the trend for sprayer innovation with their 7550 and 7650 all-wheel drive high clearance sprayers. With multiple tank and boom options, Oxbow can customize a unit to fit your needs. Oxbow offers direct manufacture to customer sales and service for support you can count on. Oxbow applying innovation, delivering customer service. Call Todd Frisch for more information or to schedule your demo. 920-838-5158 or visit Oxbow.com. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we take you now over to Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Rocky Olson is up and with us. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. Can you even, I can't even assimilate in my mind $2 trillion. Unbelievable. I mean, billion is enough, but $2 trillion. Where's that money coming from? Well, that's a little bit the scary part. Yeah, Everybody sure could use it, but I don't know if they could afford it. That's yeah, the problem. That's, I know it. That's it, $2 trillion. But uh, they're doing something, and hopefully they'll get it all under control. But in the meantime, we got to go to work here. What's happening so far this week over at Premier Livestock? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how the week is uh, shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. Uh, on the good news side of things, uh, all markets are trending higher this week, uh, much higher on the market cattle. High choice and prime Holstein steers 88 to 93.50. Low choice and select 78 to 87. Choice B steers and heifers 95 to a dollar nine. Uh, probably the biggest increase in the market. Uh, demand on the market cows very strong. Uh, most of the cows trading 50 to 63. High yielding cows 64 to 75. Market bulls mostly 70 to 85 with those uh, heavyweight high yielding bulls bringing 86 to 95 organic market cows 60 to 75 high yielding 76 to 85 newborn holstein bull calves mostly 50 to 110 Beef calves, 100 to 225. Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 50. Uh, today, Wednesday, we do our hay auction at 9.30, dairy cattle auction at 11. Uh, and we're going to have our special colored breed and organic dairy cattle auction today. We do have four complete dairy herd dispersals, uh, two organic herds, two conventional herds. Conventional herds are going to be one herd of brown Swiss. Uh, one herd of Holsteins. Uh, sale will consist of a lot of Swiss today, a lot of Jerseys, Ayrshires, Guernseys, lots of crosses, and Holstein buyers. We got that whole herd of Holsteins. We got lots of other Holsteins and several red Holsteins. Uh, we do have a full listing on our website. That'll be at Premier Livestock and Auctions.com. Uh, as we have stated before on our hay sale, our dairy sale, uh, please, we ask for active buyers only, uh, no spectators, no children. They are allowing us to go on, and we definitely want to keep it that way. Uh, we are part of the food chain, and uh, we are an essential business, and we're thankful for that. We're thankful for the farmers out there. Uh, but please work with us on this. I know it's uh, hard to understand, and that's not that we don't want you folks there. We like the social gatherings, too. We just can't have it. So uh, questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. And uh, good timing uh, that we had that in just this time, but you can watch your cattle sell on Cattle USA, and you can register to bid uh, at Cattle USA. You can bid on our sales, on our dairy sales live. So if you have questions on that, give us a call. But, uh, Bob, that's the way it shaped up. Well, I think most people are pretty accepting of these rules you have to operate by, aren't they? Yeah, it's a little hard for some of the sellers, you know, and uh, understandably so when they're selling their herd and that. But Now, you have a, a lot of folks that come in that, uh, well, aren't involved in a, a lot of media because of their lifestyle or religion. Uh, so got to do a lot of explaining to folks like that, I would imagine. Yeah, I think sometimes they got more idea what's going on than we do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you might be right. That's that's possible, too. All right, Rocky, take care. Stay safe. We'll talk to you in the morning. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Now, we're going to take a look at our weather forecast. Uh, Kelly Slifka is uh, not with a little technical trouble this morning. So let's take a look at uh, his forecast. We'll mouth what he's going to tell you anyway. There's going to be a chance of rain today. Now, it'll be later on in the afternoon, but when it does come, it should be pretty steady across the area here around the Eau Claire area, about a half an inch in places south of us.
probably a little higher, just the chance of rain. He didn't say anything about a thunderstorm, just rain. So uh, that's the forecast for today. Nothing really right about now. Maybe some scattered showers around the area, but uh, a solid line will be coming through later on today after the noon hour, and the high today should be about 50. Then tonight it'll cool off with precipitation to about 28 degrees and a chance of rain again on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. High on Thursday, about 48, 53 on Friday, about 50 on Saturday. Then sun should pop out on Sunday with a high about 53. Right now around our area, it's uh, 44 degrees. And uh, Rice Lake's 40, Marshfield 40, Wausau 38. So uh, that's what we're looking at. And we're going to take a look at uh, some of our news. We'll catch up with Scott again and get some of our local news. Right now, again, 44 degrees and rain in the forecast for later today. Announcing the master of masks and magic. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And with that, uh, let me see, we're about 25 minutes before 6 o'clock. We want to take a look at some of our local news. And as we've been telling you all morning, uh, Scott Schultz is with us. But uh, Scott's social distancing at home this morning. (laughs) So uh, you're good to go. Have you got some of your resolution coffee? Did you buy enough resolution coffee? So I have resolution coffee stored away here enough. But if you need some, get down to Black River Falls, downtown Black River Falls, and grab your Revolution Coffee. It's good stuff. So you like you like the uh, traditional blends, but they got others, don't they? Oh, they have all kinds of neat blends. There's a Sumatra blend that we uh, had in the office here a while ago, and oh, it's good stuff and neat teas and good food too. Oh, that's good. My boys drink a lot of tea. I'm I'm not a tea drinker, but my boys drink a lot of it. I'll have to. When they get up here, I'll have to send them down there and check the inventory at Revolution Coffee there in uh, in Black River Falls. Yeah, have some tea for two. There you go. <laughs> With that, sir, what's going on in some of our other news? Rescuers in Eau Claire say they've removed a body and a car from the Chippewa River. Crews pulled the person's body and vehicle out of the river yesterday. Police say the person was speeding along Gilbert Avenue on Friday and went into the river. Nobody is saying why. Rescue crews, rescue crews say fast-moving water and high river levels kept them out of the river until yesterday. The coronavirus count in Eau Claire County is up to five cases. City County Health Director Lise Kigizi said she doesn't believe people are getting sick from community spreading in Eau Claire. Gizzi said there are no deaths in the county. She's urging people to take Governor Evers' safer-at-home orders seriously. If you don't stay at home for the next month, Wisconsin's top health official says tens of thousands of people could get sick and more than a thousand could die. Department of Health Services boss Andrea Palm yesterday predicted that if people ignore Governor Evers' safer-at-home order, 22,000 people could get sick with the coronavirus in the next two weeks, and 1,500 people would die. As of yesterday, 457 people in Wisconsin are sick with the coronavirus. Five have died. Palm said people need to take the governor's orders seriously. Voters in Eau Claire County are getting a chance to cast their ballot without having to break their social distancing. City clerk Kerry Ripple yesterday opened a drive through polling place at the City Hall parking lot. The rules are the same. You need voter ID and must be registered as a voter, Ripple said, about 175 people voted through that drive through yesterday. She expects more as we get closer to Election Day. And add the Eau Claire Marathon to the list of things postponed because of the coronavirus. Race organizers yesterday said they're moving the marathon and its related races back to September. There's no way they could hold the race with the social distancing requirements in place. The race and its related races were originally set for May 2nd and 3rd. Those events will not be held or will be held September 26th and 27th. And Bob, I heard early on with the news about the guy in Italy doing the uh, marathon on his balcony instead of uh, at the Olympics. So I guess you can do it any way you want. I guess so. That's uh, well, you can do that. Run around your house about four thousand times and uh, do a yeah. do a marathon. Yeah, I actually know how many steps there are. Uh, in this house. You know, I never thought about it, but you know, you watch some New York or Boston marathons. Those are mostly spring races. I would imagine they're probably going to be canceled. But you can't get 
thousands of bodies any closer together than the start of a marathon. That's right. Well, unless you were a marathon like a marathoner like I was, things are kind of spread out by the time you get back to guys guys like me. Yeah, but, but the start uh, of it, the start of it. I mean, you got thousands <laughs> of people right there on top yep. of each other. So yep, you're shoulder to shoulder. You have uh, yeah, Boston was here. Uh, and Grandma's Marathon, a huge one up in Duluth. That's in uh, mid June, early mid June, and we'll see what happens with that too. So, yeah, a lot of I things uh, on the schedule that uh, wow, you, you don't even expect these things. So it's right. a, really a, a different world we're living in. All right, sir. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later on. Thanks for the update. Ten four. All right, there he goes. That's Scott Schultz. He's he's at home as we are social distancing here on the farm show this morning and. Uh, He's at home. 20 minutes before 6 o'clock, we got markets, but we've got some more news to look at. The Farm News is being brought to you by Chili Implement of Chili, Wisconsin. A lot of land comes with a lot of work, and now is the best time to see all the affordable new Kubota MX Series has to offer. The versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow, plus an optional spacious cap for year-round comfort. Right now, get the new Kubota MX Series for zero down at 0% APR for 60 months, plus take up to $1,700 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Hi, I'm Ben Lane, and I'm running for Circuit Court Judge in Chippewa County. As a judge, I will remain fair and impartial with a commitment to public safety. I'm already trusted to decide hundreds of cases each year as a court commissioner, so I'll be ready to get to work on day one. I will ensure that Chippewa County remains a safe place to live and raise a family. Avoid the crowds and stay healthy by voting early and absentee for me, Ben Lane, between now and April 7th. Paid for by Friends of Ben Lane. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 19 minutes before 6 o'clock as we take a look at uh, more farm news this morning. Again, brought to you by Chili Implement at Chili. Well, it doesn't look like our tariffs on Chinese goods are going to end anytime soon. U.S. Trade Ambassador Robert Lighthizer said earlier this week that he did say, though, that we would not put tariffs on critical products like ventilators, oxygen masks, and other high-priority products needed to fight the coronavirus. He also said the administration is opening a new docket, and this is for the public, you and I or anybody else, to submit comments on the current overall tariff situation. Congress, mainly the Senate, continues to fight over what should be in a new economic stimulus package. Early this morning, about 2 o'clock, they did pass a $2 trillion budget or stimulus package. But before that, as far as the discussion was concerned, agriculture right in the middle of all those discussions. Farm state senators from both parties contend that farmers are being forgotten in many of the bills being proposed. Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow used the example of how beef farmers have lost between 7 and $9 billion in just the past two months. This week, over 50 agricultural groups have written letters calling on Congress to increase the borrowing limits of the Commodity Credit Corporation. That's the agency that funds a lot of these uh, farm aid programs, including last year's market facilitation program payments to farmers of over $23 billion. Senators, as we said, did pass that $2 trillion stimulus package early this morning. And about 15 states have now designated veterinarians as essential workers in the fight against COVID-19, the coronavirus. That means vets in those states aren't restricted in any way, shape, or form by travel bans put on in most states. Now, the number of states making that designation is expected to go up daily so far. Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa have not given veterinarians that essential worker designation. But again, uh, they're going to be considered by Governor Evers' edict as veterinarians are still very, very important to uh, our way of life here in Wisconsin, obviously. And while we still haven't heard if county fairs will go on this summer, we do know some of the events leading up to the fairs won't happen, specifically those weigh-ins. State livestock officials have already canceled the hog weigh-in events that were scheduled earlier. Same is now being called for any beef weigh-ins that have not already been called off. Call them off. They will not happen. The lamb weigh-ins that usually happen later this spring 
are also being canceled. Those weigh-ins usually take place at livestock sale barns, and operators of those buildings don't want the extra traffic or liability of holding those events. So that's a look at uh, more of our farm news this morning, courtesy of Chile Implement in Chile. And uh, we've got uh, more coming up. It's almost uh, quarter to six here at Wax. We've got some markets to take a look at. We'll do that next, courtesy of Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Another quality farm auction from Christensen Sales of Abbotsford is going on as scheduled this Thursday, March 26th at 10 a.m. It's the complete farm machinery auction of Chris and Diane Cypress northeast of Stratford at the farm on Schnell Road. They'll be selling a full line of farm machinery in very good condition. See the website for a full list of the equipment that will sell as well as photos at ChristiansonSales.com. That's ChristiansonSales.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And I would encourage you to get on Christensen Sales website. I mean, I just got that information about that sale yesterday or the day before. So, uh, again, with the governor's, you know, stay-at-home edict that takes effect at 8 o'clock this morning, might want to double-check. And if we do get uh, information, the Christensen folks let us know, we will pass that along to you. But as of now, as we said, the latest information we have is uh, it's happening. Well, let's get to markets. Head over, first of all, to the Equity Al Tuna Barn and uh, check in over there and uh, see how that sale went yesterday. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from a dollar to a dollar twelve and a half. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers eighty eight to ninety three. We topped at ninety four. Choice Holstein steers eighty to eighty eight. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling eighty and down. Twenty percent of slaughter cows here on Tuesday selling from sixty five to seventy. We topped at seventy one and a half. Sixty percent of the cows selling from forty eight to sixty four. With twenty percent of the cows selling below forty eight. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 65 to 80. Thin, full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, thin, lightweight bulls. Uh, discounted, 8% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. On Tuesday selling from 20 to $95 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling low. Your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $170 per head. Feeder cattle from the sale on the 20th of March. Fancy vaccinated 3 to 600 pound beasters. Selling from 75 to $1.27 to 6,900 pound beasters. Selling from 75 to dollar twenty-two fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef heifers selling from seventy-five to a dollar twenty-one to six to nine hundred pound beef heifers selling from seventy to a dollar five fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound old steam steers on a very light supply selling from fifty to eighty-three with the six to nine hundred pound old steam steers selling from fifty to seventy-two. A quick reminder: next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be on Friday, the third of April. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle. Give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now, this is Mark Koger from the Equity L2 Auction Market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too, Mark Koger over at the Equity L Tuna Barn. Let's continue on now as we're 13 minutes before 6 o'clock. Equity at Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald is up in Adam and with us. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, good morning to you, Bob. We're doing okay, and... Uh... Well, I guess a little precipitation on the way or whatever. Yeah, Some maybe seat. a half an inch or so. Yeah, rain and then, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I was uh, one of our local stations here, over here in Marathon County, predicting some that other four-letter word, maybe. So we'll oh, see what happens. North, farther north, I don't see many people going to see much. You might see a little bit, but it's not going to amount to anything. Are you, uh, you're you're involved in county or town government, but uh, things like that as an elected official, are you surprised that uh, we haven't had some action to delay this April 7th uh, election? Well, no, Bob, because uh, it's a long explanation, but there, the ramifications of a delay would be, uh, well, it would create vacancies. And, oh, and I vac- see. Okay. To fill a vacancy is, is, a, is a complicated process. So, no, it's... Uh, I hope that the governor continues to, uh, you know, go forward with the election. And uh, obviously, people can vote by absentee ballot. We, uh, longer we're talking about that. If you haven't, if you want to vote by absentee ballot, please get your applications in as early, early, early as possible. We still have, you know, it's only two, just about two weeks to the election mm-hmm. yet. But to do that early and, and like I said, it's a, uh, we're taking a lot of precautions at the. Uh, anticipated precautions at the polling place so i guess we'll leave it up to the individual person if they feel comfortable coming out and we there's in-person voting and i was rather uh, 
I think that was a great story you had earlier about the uh, drive-in voting. So that's, there's a lot of options out there. So we'll get all through this. And, well, uh-huh. don't forget, we're here in, some, in our part of the world here, May 12th, another election for Congress. So. Yep, that's for sure. So we'll see how this goes. I know I applied for my absentee yesterday, so hopefully get that. Well, we better get to work. What's going on over at the Stratford Sale Barn? Well, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And sale barn activity continues on a sort of a regular basis. Uh, and, again, we do appreciate the cooperation of all of our folks and uh, the uh, uh, no folks in the sales arena except for buyers. So thank you, folks, for cooperating. And we'll get to the prices. And, again, if there's any uh, good news of all this, the uh, cow market much stronger this week. Very good demand on market cows. Hireling utility fleshy cows uh, are selling from 68 to 74 uh, most of the cows on yesterday's auction, your average dairy cows, they are selling between 50 and 67, uh, and the thinner, plainer, light carcass cows, 49 and below. So some good news there, and uh, hopefully that will continue. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls are selling mostly from 72 to 82, lighter bulls, 65 and below. On the calf market, uh, cautious uh, marketing on the calves, I guess the best word to describe it, 85, 220-pound Holstein bull calves, uh, selling mostly from 40 to 100. We have topped at 110 this week. Again, buyers very, very selective on the calves. Heifer calves, $40 and below. Beef calves, decent demand, but again, very uh, cautious still on those also, 75 to 225 up to 255 on the beef calves. That was on Monday's auction. And our week continues. You're already on Wednesday here. That gets our Wednesday auction starts here at 10 o'clock this morning in Stratford. We'll sell market cows this morning, fat cattle, bulls. About 11.30, we'll do baby calves. Feeder cattle sale will be at noon, and we do have a, a decent run of feeder cattle for the sale today. Uh, we have a very nice consignment of, of some red and black bulls. Uh, beef bulls, of course, all they're all vaccinated. So you folks looking for some some lighter weight bulls, we'll have those along with other feeder cattle and also Holstein's tears. That will be at 12 noon today. And don't forget tomorrow Thursday our regular auction does start at 11 o'clock. And uh, just looking ahead a little bit into April, our next uh, hay auction will be uh, that will be April 7th. So again, folks, uh, again thank you for your cooperation. We'll get through all this uh, and uh, all this information on our website. And again. If you got any concerns or questions, just give us a call, 715-687-4101. Bob, you enjoy the day, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the uh, Equity Stratford Sale Barn. The 63rd Wisconsin Beef Improvement Bull Test Sale is still on. View the bulls in the pens by Friday, April 3rd. The sale will be broadcast on dvauction.com only. And you can bid on the DV Auction website or by phone. Call the Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association at 800-297-5747. That's 800-297-5747. Instructions on how to participate are on the website wisconsinbeef.com and in the catalog thank you for your understanding they're happy to help need a new car truck or suv but worried about leaving your own home scott dave or any of the crew at courtesy auto and truck in thorpe can help first you can shop their vehicles online need more help just ask a question while you shop online Want further personalized care? Call them. Courtesy Auto has local people waiting to help you. Plus, 0% financing for up to 84 months or 6 months, no payments on approved credit. Buy a vehicle from the comfort of your own home at Courtesy Auto and Truck. On the phone, online, or in person. Courtesy is here to help. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. If you're looking for a great-paying, part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. Apply today at 2020census.gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Just filled out my census form yesterday and got that job all done. Got to just find something to do when you're sitting at home. Hey, let's uh, go to the sale barn over at uh, Zombrota. Here's Pat Mikla. In the feeder cattle division, we had some beef steers and bulls in, six to eight hundred pounds, and they were bringing up to a dollar fourteen. 
The beef heifer calves in 350 to 600 pounds brought up to $1.1250 with the 6 to 800 pounds brought up to 92. We had Holstein feeder steers in 3 to 600 pounds from 70 to $1.2, 6 to 800 pounds 84 to 92 with the 800 to 1000 pound Holsteins 70 to 76. Bread beef cows and heifers, they range 575 to $800 per head with the cow calf pairs at $775. Looking at the fed cattle division, we had beef steers $1.7 to $1.18. Mixed grading brought $91 to $1.06. Beef heifers $1.3 to $1.1850 with the mixed grading from $90 to $1.02. Dairy steers ranged $85 to $90 and a quarter with the dairy cross steers from $83 to $91 and a quarter. Market cows, they traded mostly from $50 to $76.50 with the market bulls from $60 to $80. And at the baby calf sale, we had calves 95 to 125 pounds from 50 to $110. 150 to 250 pound calves brought 75 to 110. And the beef calves, they range from 110 to $200 per hundredweight. Take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer owned, community minded. Synergy Co op. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Synergy Co op bringing us the rest of our markets. May corn this morning, four cents higher in the overnight trade at 351. The oats up three at 272. Soybeans up four to five on the May contract at 891. Meal down 310 a ton at 329. And the wheat up three at 564. Country elevator prices checking our DTN screen at Golden Plump. Corn is 329 a bushel today at the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. Corn 309, soybeans 829. Elk Mound has the corn at 317, the beans 834. Sparta is 309 and 831. And Ellsworth 301 and the corn 829 and the beans at the ethanol plants. Boyceville, corn 317. Stanley 308, the New Richmond Grain Facility 306. Barrel cheese traded two cents higher, 145 yesterday. Blocks down two and a quarter at 181 and a half. Butter down three at 171. March class three, 1626. April 1608, both unchanged. May down 12 at 1509. June down nine at 1538. July down a dime at 1583. Synergy Co-op bringing us the markets. we got some rain in the forecast later on today, probably after the noon hour. We'll get to some solid rain through the area. High today should be 50, about 40 right now. Stay safe, won't you? We'll see you in the morning. Marika Gouda in Thorpe is currently seeking to fill a part-time and full-time retail position. They're also looking for farm tour guides for this summer. High school and college students are encouraged to apply. If you're ambitious, dependable, friendly, and enjoy working with people, stop in at Marika Gouda for an application or for more information. They are located at 200 West Liberty Drive in Thorpe. You can also call Juanita at 715-669-5230. Marika Gouda is an equal opportunity employer. 0% for 84 months with no payments for 90 days. On mostly all 2020 and 2019 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram models at your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer, Gross Motors in Nielsville. 0% for 84 months plus first payment after 90 days. Check out the inventory online at grossmotors.com. Gross Motors, Highway 10 East, Nielsville. Wax 104.5